Hello, sports card collectors and investors. Thanks for joining me again for another episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about the uh, top quarterbacks that were chosen last night in the first round of the NFL draft and which ones I think are going to be the best potential investment opportunities. Let me first say I apologize again. I had to do the video yesterday. I mentioned I, I do have poison ivy and somehow I managed to get it around my eyes. So I have it actually on my eyelids, both, both eyelids with poison ivy. So I'm looking a little jacked up. Um, appreciate you sticking through me, uh, sticking with this uh, video, sticking with me through this video uh, while we kind of get through this. But um, first off, I'm pumped just from the NFL draft last night. I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan. I was surprised that they ended up taking Cesar Ruiz with the 24th pick. He is uh, the Michigan center, which we had drafted Eric McCoy last year, a center who played pretty well for us. So I'm assuming that one of those two guys is going to flex over to, to right guard or left guard, I guess, if we have injury. Um, but anyway, I guess it's never the, the most sexy pick going offensive line, but it's probably you know a good way to build the team uh, you know from the ground up, from the foundation, the offensive and defensive line. So happy there. But anyway, let's get to the topic at hand. The quarterbacks, um, you know, are, are the big investments in NFL football cards. The, those are the ones, not to say people don't collect and invest in running backs and receivers and so forth, but QBs really drive that market. So, you know, as we look at this year's draft, I'll be honest, I mean, I wasn't super psyched about many of these prospects. And the NFL is a tricky, it's a tricky landscape for people that are investing in QBs just because the talent gap is so small in the NFL now, I mean, if you look across the board, I mean, at every single division, they've all got, you know, fairly solid starting quarterbacks. I'm not sure if there's ever been better quarterback play in the NFL ever, you know. So as we're looking to invest, I mean, that, that can be very difficult. And so just I would say as a rule of thumb in general, unless you are a buy and hold investor that just wants to keep guys for years and years and years, I think you have to have the mindset of, when a player gets hot, you have to move to sell fairly quickly. If they have a two or three game span where they're red hot and they're hyped up by the media and their prices double or they go up you know, 25, 30, 40%, 100%, then you have to be ready to move and sell those. So you, know, you have to have kind of a you know, short attention span as far as um, you know, holding on to players. You've gotta be ready to move very quickly uh, when selling these. So. Anyway, so we're going to talk about, first off, Joe Burrow, number one. It's hard to not like Joe Burrow, and it's hard to really argue this pick. I mean, the Bengals are, have been desperate you know, for something exciting. They haven't been, I don't think they've won a playoff game in 20 years. Uh, and so this is a team that's just desperate for some good news. Joe Burrow is originally from Ohio, great kid. He might have had the best college football season for a quarterback ever with 60 total touchdowns. And he played against the toughest, the toughest competition that I think in college football history. I mean, not just the SEC, but just the level of competition that he played against. And you could say like, yeah, well, he had amazing um, wide receivers at his disposal, which is true. He had some incredible receivers, but he did not have an incredible offensive line. So that's something that, that I look at. And one reason why I'm not as crazy on Tua is because he had elite offensive lineman play Whereas Joe Burrow really did not. I mean, he had to improvise. If you really watch his, his, his games, he had to improvise a lot. He had to make plays with his legs. He wasn't just sitting back there all day with all day to throw 
finding guys wide open. That, that was not how the season went for Joe. He had to make things happen. So just talking about Joe Burrow, I really like him. I think his card prices are going to be high just because he is the number one overall pick. He does have a lot of hype. Do not get stuck holding Draft Prism's football. And I know that others, you know, will probably, you know, say the same thing, but draft picks is very popular right now and as we lead up to the season. But the second that there are cards that come out with Joe Burrow in a Bengals uniform, those draft pick prices go way, way down. So unless it's a 101, it's a very, very rare draft picks card, sell it. Sell it immediately. Sell it as soon as possible over the next few weeks if you haven't already. Um, okay, so Joe Burrow... Yes, I would say that he's a guy, assuming that his card prices are not through the roof, I think that that's something that you really have to watch. And I, you know, wait for Prism, wait for these other, you know, these optic sets to come out and zero in on the sets that, that are very popular for Burrow. He would be a guy that, that I would say is a yes as far as investment goes, unless the pricing is insane, unless the, the pricing comes and, you know, there's so much hype built up that, you know, they've got a built-in Super Bowl win within the pricing. You know, if that's the case and you have to just wait, you have to, you have to hold out and, and wait for better, for better prices, maybe next offseason. Next, I'm going to talk about Tua. So I am not bullish on Tua. I, and, and a lot of people argue with me. Um, I just, you know, his injury history is long. Um, and, he, and that is against college-level competition. He's now going to be playing against grown men, killers, essentially. Um, and he's going to have a, I think he's going to have a tough time. Miami, I think, is on, is on the, they're, they're rebounding. They're, they're on the rise, and they're, they're not in the toughest division now that Tom Brady is out of New England. But still, they don't really have, you know, the best offensive line. Um, they don't have a lot of, a lot of uh, weapons on offense. I think that he's going to struggle the first year or two. So my point is, is I don't think this year is year to buy two of cards. I think we go through this next coming season and then next offseason, maybe see you know where we're at there at that point. But I think he's going to struggle his first year. And so if you're hot on Tua, I would say hold out through this season. And then in, in uh, the following season, following offseason, that would be a time to, to go in on, on Tua, in my opinion. But to be honest, I, I'm not going to invest in Tua. I'm just I'm concerned about the injury history. I just don't know if he can hack it at the NFL level. So we'll see. Next up, I've got Justin Herbert. I like Justin Herbert. You know, I know that there's some some worries about him maybe being too introverted um, or something and not being able to lead a team. He's going to a Chargers team that is not a bad football team. They have a lot of nice pieces in place. Uh, I really like Anthony Lynn, the head coach. I think that they can make some moves. Their division is not getting any easier. I mean, outside of the Chiefs being there, the Broncos, I think, are kind of on the rise. Um, you know, and so I, I think that you know, again, I think that Herbert will have kind of, you know, a, a little bit of an uphill climb. But the thing with him is I think he's going to get a, an opportunity to start. So, you know, if he does start, have a few good games, you know, and can build some momentum, then I think that his cards, there's some opportunities in his cards. And again, it's just going to depend, too, on where pricing starts out with these guys. Don't buy the college uniform stuff. Wait until we get to, you know, Prism and Optic and we get to some of the hotter sets where, where they're in their pro uniform. Um... But I like Herbert uh, over the long run. I think that he can be a good NFL player, and I think there will be opportunities to flip over the next couple of years with him. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about Jordan Love, who 
shock shockingly goes to the Packers as they trade up to get him uh, towards the end of the first round, which to me was a real head scratcher just because the Packers are they're a contending team. They have a good young football team. Aaron Rodgers is 36 years old. He's not, you know, in today's standards, I'm a Saints fan. Breeze is 40. You know, uh, Brady's 43. You know, so to me, Rodgers still got, you know, some tread left on the tire on the tires. And it was a little bit of a surprise to see, uh, well, it was a lot of a surprise, frankly, to see Jordan Love go to the Packers. I am curious to see kind of how that goes. They have the new head coach there. I'm wondering how that's going to affect his relationship with Rodgers, since Rodgers is somewhat of a prima donna. Let's just be honest about it. Um, and, you know, there, there's an interesting thing. I was looking at Aaron Rodgers' contract. They have an out in 2022, so not this coming season or the next one, but in that after two, two off seasons, there is an out in his, in his clause to where they'll take some hit, but they'll take a hit on the, on the dead money side, but not, not as bad. Um, he's a free agent in 2024 if he goes all the way through his contract. But it'll be really interesting to see at the end of the 2021 season, free agency 2022, if they go to Jordan Love at that point. Maybe it's Aaron Rodgers is looking for huge money at that point. Who knows where the salary cap is? And maybe they say, you know what, Aaron Rodgers, you're 38 years old. Maybe we, we think you're on the decline and we need to go with the younger talent, Jordan Love. Also, it's a new head coach picking his guy. So maybe he's in love with Jordan Love, and that's his QB of the future. It's just going to be really interesting. I can't imagine that being a positive thing in Green Bay, uh, with with Aaron Rodgers being you know somewhat finicky, um, you know about getting his way. So I'm certain that Aaron Rodgers was shocked at that pick, um, and I'm sure his. I'm, I'm interested in seeing his reaction. I hope the media gets an honest reaction out of him. Uh, he does give some sound bites at times, but you know with Jordan Love as a prospect. I thought that he was great coming out. I know that he played, you know, at, at Utah State, so you know he doesn't have as much, um, you know, he hasn't played against top end talent. I think is going to be the knock on him. He had some, he had interceptions. Uh, his interception count was a little high last year, but if you look at them, they were tip balls at the line. There was, you know, things that weren't necessarily his fault with a lot of those picks, and so. I do like Jordan Rummy's long-term prospects. Now, video. what does it mean for his cards? I think his cards are going to be in this video. I mean, because I don't think I don't see him taking the field next season or the following season unless something shocking happens with Rogers. Um, you know, so that that's a guy where you know, if you're going to put some money into a guy that you know, hey, you know, the cards really aren't that expensive because I don't think that they will be. He's going to be off the radar. He's if you think about all the you know the hot quarterbacks in the league, a backup quarterback in Green Bay that doesn't see any time really behind Rodgers for the next at least 12 to 18 months, his cards should be very available and, and inexpensive. So that's a that's one if you're willing to wait a few years, you know, at the end of next season or in the middle of this, you know, as these as his like Silver Prism comes out, I can't imagine it being expensive. If it is, don't you know don't don't buy it, but. That's that's one that I would go in on um, if you believe in Jordan Love and you know you think that um, and, and if you're patient if you can hold out for a few years to get you know a good solid return and that's the only thing with these rookie QBs is whether they're not going to see the field or you know it's going to be a few years before they're a star you have to be a little bit patient with these almost in the same vein as baseball prospects. You know, you have to be patient. Um, whereas, you know, with basketball cards and some of these other 
uh, football cards you're able to kind of buy and sell and you you have you know flipping opportunities rookie QBs you might have uh, you know some flipping opportunities in the next 12 months but the real gains are going to be if you can hold for a few years uh, but there is risk associated with that too they might never pan out so um, yeah something to keep keep an eye out for these guys I am not hot on this this QB class in general that this first round class I, I don't think that there's a bunch of amazing prospects out of these out of these four I'm just you know I, I really like Joe Burrow as being a, a really solid NFL starter and then the rest are kind of wait and see honestly out of the out of the four Jordan Love is my was my second um, over Justin Herbert and Tua as being you know a, a top tier NFL talent possibly elite star so we'll have to just see how this thing plays out I mean there's always there's misses every year at QB in the draft and who knows, maybe there's some later round QBs that are going to surprise, you know, so um, it's really interesting. Let me know in the comments what you guys think. If there's, you know, I, I obviously this is highly debatable. I just want us to get the conversation started. Um, but I appreciate you joining me and I'm excited to hear what you guys think. And please subscribe and stay tuned for the next video. Thanks.